This is the Unintelligent Chat Show, a place for chuckles and a podcast for the curious. Here, Rob and Lloyd attempt to teach you something new every week and invariably fall short. Over to you, gentlemen. Hey, Rob. Hello, Lloyd. Thank you to Gandalf. Sometimes uh, we forget to thank Gandalf. Yeah, well, because he's just he's just it's like part of the woodwork now. In fact, I think a, a couple of episodes ago, we kind of tore him a new one in the intro by saying that he was the worst part of the show and that he's not paid enough. And, but. but he's still like he's he's still on board. He's soldiering on like the hero that he is. Yeah, we were unnecessarily mean, but he is a forgiving soul. Also, did you notice my very deep comedy throwback there? I didn't. What did you say? It's like he's part of the woodwork from that time that he lived in a tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was part of the tree. They cut it down, turned into planks, and he's like, still there. Still there, doing his thing. Anyway, welcome to the Unintelligent Chat Show podcast. It is the season three penultimate episode nine. Nine. <laughs> Lloyd, we have some mail to address. We have mail. I like calling it mail. <laughs> mail. Uh, not to address. We got a letter. You were just going to say we have mail. And we'll move on. We got some. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> You know who wouldn't be into that? Mark Twain. Yeah. Oof. Guy really hates the post. Mark Twain might love email, though. He might. Oh, like... it'd be so efficient. Yeah. Go back and listen to episode eight, where we had the wonderful folks from Let's Talk Petty on the show to talk about all things petty. It was great. The mail, Lloyd. We have received our first hashtag lobe snaps, and you didn't seem that excited <laughs> about it. I was pretty thrilled. I didn't thrilled. think we'd get any. <laughs> It comes direct from Anna and Sarah at the Will Be Right podcast because... Friends of the show? <laughs> yeah, friends of the show. Hannah seemed really weirdly into it. So, we've got a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful lobe snap of her husband, Jared, and also of their cat. And I wasn't Ooh, sure... Jared, if... enemy of the podcast? Yeah. From memory? Yeah. So, that's actually like a... You can tell in the way that the picture's taken that he's angry and the, the earlobe is actually out to get us. It's yeah, it's unhappily given. <laughs> yeah. And we got a second one as well from her. It's a cat. It's a cat. And she was like, I'm Good not sure cat. if they have lobes, but they've got that little bloop next to their ear that I guess you could consider Nah, I'm not I'm not allowing it. We're giving that a fifty percent pass. Thanks for nothing. We do like animal pics though. Yeah. Send us your animals and any more <laughs> any more ear- earlobes you have lying around, attached to people or otherwise. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Ted Bundy, fan of the show, send in what you got. <laughs> Uh, we have some more mail, Lloyd. It is from yes. probably our biggest fan. Yes, it seems that way. It, like, we get an e- email almost every other week. <laughs> almost twice in our whole existence. <laughs> uh, exactly twice, actually. It is from Carolyn, and she writes, Hi, Robin Lloyd. Full stop. It's sounding ominous. Already. First, yeah. Firstly, I would like to apologize for my previous email, which, in hindsight, was indeed far too complimentary. I will endeavor to rectify that with this email. So, like, we're on... We're on target here. I'm feeling good. Yep. Secondly, my complaint. This week's episode, and bear in mind, this is from, I think this stems back to episode six, judging by the time frame. So we're, we're a little behind. It's all right. We get so many emails, takes us a while to catch up. <laughs> uh, nope. We are a little behind on the show. <laughs> this week's episode started off with no mention of what drinks you were drinking. Millie, a throwaway comment about how you weren't drinking. I personally was floored by this, as I have come to expect a certain level of consistency. That is your own error (laughs) from you. And this was a blatant screw you to that tradition. Please don't let this happen again. Also, prawn crackers are gross. Regards, unkindly, Carolyn. 
Love the ending. Regards unkindly. I might use that in emails. <laughs> At work? At work, yeah. <laughs> Least sincere regards, Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. Not truly yours. <laughs> also, afterwards, my wonderful wife also said the same thing. She was like, you just blaséed over your whole intro. That's like half of your identity as a person. And I was like, oh, wow. no. Does she think you have a, a drinking problem? <laughs> uh, do I think I have a drinking problem? Uh, well, look, not that I think that people deserve an explanation, but I'm going to give you a half-assed one anyway. Oh, you don't have to do that. We rambled, we rambled too long, and I cut it. Yeah, and look, it's happening again right now. <laughs> yeah, it's our prerogative to do whatever we want. We're the boss of the show. We've been through this. <laughs> Literally in charge. So if you don't like it, just keep sending us emails and them sweet hashtag lobe snaps. All right, Lloyd. What are you drinking on this wonderful Wednesday morning that you're supposed to be working on? Hope no one at your job listens to the show. Well, Rob, since I have to go to work immediately after this, it wouldn't be very wise of me to drink multiple Guinness. So I'm just drinking the one. Hey, genuine hero. That's awesome. (laughs) Great job. I am drinking something that is entitled Loose Cannon. So I am also very cool. Ooh, it's a barrel-aged stout, so we're both on the dark oh, beers. Yeah. I actually think Enemy of the Podcast, Jared, gave it to us. Has someone taste tested it for you? <laughs> Make sure he's not trying to kill you. I, <laughs> you said that as I took the first sip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, death shall follow swiftly. All right, we're going to kick straight on with the tradition that everyone seems to love except us. Lloyd, we are a certain distance apart. Would you like to know exactly how far it is in a certain very non-specific fang? You know I would. Ooh, yeah, it's a big one, Lloyd, and it's got multiple parts. Oh. Today, we are 249,266,666.6666666666666. You get the point. Jenga blocks laid end to end. Wow, that's a lot of blocks. And Lloyd, I have got some follow-up distances. Yeah, you said multiple parts. It is enough blocks for precisely... 4,616,049.38 Jenga games. Wow. And if these Jenga games were assembled into the starting position of Jenga and laid end-to-end, you'd only get 6.66% of the way between us, as opposed to laying all the blocks out in a way. You did a lot of math. And, Lloyd. Oh, my God, there's more. If you were to make it the full distance in fully assembled Jenga towers laid end to end you would need 69,240,740.74 full towers or 3,738,999,999.96 blocks this is an unprecedented amount of math yeah is that enough distance for you carolyn yeah I, I am floored by my understanding of the distance between us i also get a sneaky suspicion we might be talking about jenga <laughs> It's not the most subtle of segues. (laughs) No, you're supposed to compliment me on how sneaky and wonderful I am. You're very sneaky and very wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, buddy. All right, Lloyd, what did you learn this week that is definitely not about Yenga? My my fact this week came from a friend slash colleague who I promised I would give a shout out to because she gave me this fact. Her name is Allie. Nice one, Allie. The fact is that Jenga is a Swahili word or is derived from a Swahili word, which is actually kujenga, which means to build. Excellent. Very. And Ali told me this because she was at the gym oh. and a gentleman approached her and said, hello, my name is Jenga. Like the game, <laughs> it means to build. And she was very taken aback by this story. That's great. Thanks very much, Ali. Yep. Keep listening and keep telling Oh, I don't stuff. know if she listens. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, let us know and... Keep it all up. Keep going to the gym. 
keep meeting dudes called Jenga and keep doing loads of research for him. Yep, for Jenga. What? You say keep doing loads of research for him? Keep doing Lloyd's research for him. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought she worked for Jenga now. <laughs> Ooh, maybe, maybe that's... Wow, that is a deep marketing ploy. Just what? getting onto amateur podcasts through secret <laughs> double agent Jengas, Jenga agents. I meant, I meant Jenga, the guy she met at the gym. Ooh. She works for Jenga now. <laughs> See, this is getting very confusing. <laughs> this is... Yeah. How many blocks was he made up of? We are barreling towards a misunderstanding. <laughs> That's very succinct. Yes. Jenga yes. means to build in Swahili. Did you check that or did you just take Ali's word for it? I did check it, um, nice. which is where I learned that it is derived from the Swahili word Kujenga. How do you spell Kujenga? Because I'm pretty sure I know how to spell Jenga. K-U Jenga. <laughs> okay. Gotta flip that one out, I guess. Yeah. Pretty phonetic. <laughs> this, this show is getting simpler and simpler. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you learn this week, Rob? <laughs> hey now, no, we haven't even. You must have learned something else about Jenga. We have minutes yeah, yeah, to yeah. fill. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little little history on on Jenga. History um, created by a lady called Leslie Scott. Was she, she was Swahilian? Swahili. Was she Swahili? I think it's the same word. She was born in Tanzania, what is now Tanzania, and okay. was raised on English and Swahili. Dope. Her family moved to Ghana, and it was in Ghana where they bought some wooden blocks from a sawmill and her and her family sort of developed Jenga within their own family and were kind of playing a, a variation of it when nice. they grew up. And then she was like, this is really gonna take off, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> she marketed it, built it into a box and like, launched you, it at the... Did you really miss that? Take off. They were in Ghana? This is really gonna take off? Are you, are oh, you serious? I, I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, wow. sorry. That was really good. I doesn't, apologize. doesn't feel like it was that good. So, it was good. I just straight up didn't hear it. I'm sorry. I am gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> and you are gonna hear that joke Fuck for the next you. hour. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Moving on. Gonna damn it. <laughs> Carry on. Otherwise, this we are descending. not gonna get to the end of this show. <laughs> I'm done. So, I'm done. Le- Leslie took the game to the London Toy Fair where it was launched in 1983. Wow. Wikipedia claims that there is a V&A childhood museum that has displayed a set of the original blocks since 1982, which is one year before they were launched at the Toy Fair. So, mm. didn't understand, didn't look into it. They must have <laughs> I was about exceptional to insight. Immediately ask what V&A is. That, no idea. I mean, <laughs> valuable and no, able mm, childhood. Mm, valuable and. Mm. No, it's and. Oh, I thought you said V-N-A. I think I said VNA, just kind of like slurred my way through it. <laughs> you just had one sip of Guinness. <laughs> yeah. On a work day. I'm sorry. Don't be. By 1987, so four years after she launched it at yep. the London Toy Fair, it had been marketed and the license had been bought by various people throughout mm. the US and Canada. And then by 1987, it had been launched worldwide by Hasbro. Hasbro. They feel like a bit of a game tycoon company. They're a big, big company. Big comp. Big what? Big comp. Comp. Didn't have the time to say company. <laughs> this could be very confusing if you're not listening closely. <laughs> Hasbro, massive comp. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. That's allowed. That's allowed, right? I'm, I'm saying. I think comp. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might use it from now on. <laughs> if someone annoys me. Stop being such a massive comp. You have large holdings on the share market. <laughs> If you know what I mean. 
As of 2019, hmm. they'd sold 80 million games. 80 worldwide, million. Which is a lot. It's not as many as would be required to... Oh, no, it's more. It's more, way more. No, no, well, it's 69 million full games to stretch between us, so... Yeah, so 11 million more. Yeah. <laughs> I would call that way. I, mean, I suppose. <laughs> in 2020, they were inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Ooh, I really hope you looked up what else is in the National Toy Hall of Fame. No. Cool. That's a bit of homework for everyone that we definitely planned. Tell us what your favorite <laughs> toy in the Toy Hall of Fame is. So 80 million is quite a lot, but they're quite a ways in terms of toys that the top is like light years ahead of them. So it's a lot, but they're not sort of world dominating. Okay. Do we know what is world dominating? Yeah, it's like the Barbie Hot Wheels Lego uh, all in the billions. <laughs> I thought that was one thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Barbie Hot Wheels Lego set. You haven't seen that one? <laughs> Hot Wheels are the, in terms of units sold, is the most toys sold in the world. Is it Four really? Billion. How many? Four billion. Billion. But Lego and Barbie obviously have much higher price points so their actual yeah. sales are a lot higher yeah yep 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 such market analysis thanks yeah this is a big big math episode yeah i hate it i got a got a couple of non-jenga history but interesting jenga facts and then i have a complaint from who well no i'm complaining i'm gonna complain <laughs> okay that's so nothing different all right well yeah. let me let me swing you a little side side jubbies that doesn't sound like something someone should say. You want a side jobby, my cump rope? <laughs> Too early in the episode. <laughs> but pretty late in the season, so I think it balances. Yeah, all good. It's all downhill from four episodes ago. Generous. So my first port of call, thinking about Yenga or Kujenga, was the Straight Up Jenga website. And if you go to the Straight Up Jenga website, Jenga reckons that it itself is the hottest shit ever. Is that a quote? <laughs> That's all the website says. Jenga, the hottest shit ever. Uh, no, that was the other day after Mexican. <laughs> no, the website just like is a serious hype man for itself. So wow. I have some quotes just direct from the website that I thought was they were good enough to be content on our show. Jenga, registered trademark, edge of your seat fun. To me, Jenga is that game that you kind of you pull out for when you're kind of drinking. A great example is we were out with our good friends, Tristan and Camilla, who I still think hasn't acknowledged the multiple times he's been mentioned on the show because he hates us. Hey, Tristan, one more time and you'll become an enemy of the podcast. Yeah, you don't want that. So you better send us an email, a hashtag Lobesnap and your favorite toy from the Toy Hall of Fame. Otherwise, <laughs> we are never going go-karting again. No. <laughs> Please send the things. <laughs> but anyway, we went out with them and it was like end of the night. We were in a cool like bar that does cocktails, but it was a booth and there were games. Uh, it was excellent. And we were like sitting around talking and drinking, but also had a game of Jenga going in the middle of the table because you can, it's, it's kind of background game, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is not edge of your seat. I was like deep in my seat. Yeah. It's like deep I've, seat I've participated in some high intensity Jenga games, but yeah. they're very infrequent. Were they like after plenty of alcohol or just like? We were sufficiently inebriated. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So that's, that's, a, that's a different ball game. Well, block game. <laughs> oh, Jenga with balls would be hard. <laughs> Jenga is a game of physical and mental skill. As far as I'm concerned, there is approximately zero skill involved in Jenga, especially not from the brain. Yeah, that's a, it's a reach for sure. Yeah, and this is my favorite one. <laughs> Down the bottom of the page, Jenga goes digital. Would you like to play the Jenga registered trademark game with blocks made of ice, stones, butter? These materials could be possible with a digital game. Like, get fucked. Is this the 90s? I would like to play 
those blocks in real life. Yeah. That would be way cool. Way cooler. Wow. When you're here, we're going to buy a bunch of butter. We're going to craft the first real butter Jenga. Wow. I'm in. I can already see it going terribly. Also, stones. Yeah, they stick together. Ice could be fun. Yeah. So, apparently, they had these great ideas in the 90s, but technology just wasn't up to speed with what Jenga was all about. Jenga's lofty dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they cited a number of key challenges to making this happen, including could software successfully replicate the physical motion of blocks, all of which potentially could fall down at the same time, Lloyd? Wow, I don't know a single game that could handle that level of complexity. (laughs) And then more importantly, did enough consumers own sufficiently powerful home computers to play such software (laughs) if it were produced? Uh, Hindsight's funny. They thought it was going to be the most epic PC game of all time. Like, sometimes I will play chess against the computer because they're always really good. If I'm super bored. But Jenga? Nah. Yeah. Not even with Butterblocks. They made it sound like they were James Cameron in the 90s having the idea for Avatar and waiting for technology to catch up. Like, it's just Jenga. (laughs) You didn't have a a game-changing idea. Yeah, oh my God. But like the next bit, I thought the bit before was the best bit. The next bit's the best bit. In all capital letters. Positive answers to these questions waited for more than a decade. <laughs> oh, my God, loud. Loud? Loud? <laughs> oh loud? What? <laughs> Stop it, Lloyd. <laughs> Thankfully, someone came to the rescue and we can now play Jenga on any platform that we desire, Lloyd. Rob, should you and I try and live stream us <laughs> playing Jenga? It's the only across th- the world. It's the only thing both of our computers could handle. Our computers are not up to speed with Jenga. Jenga's ahead of its time. What's the name of that supercomputer that played chess? Oh, uh, Brian? It's like B- B18 or something. They yeah. need that to Brian, play this Jenga game. Brian 89. Brian, Brian, Brian 89. <laughs> All right. Tell me about your interesting Jenga-related facts because, like, most of my research was incredul- incredulity? Incredulity. That word at the Jenga website. There is another website that sells Jenga. It is... Uh, so, Leslie Scott started her own company oxford games limited is she rich do we know if she's rich google estimates probably around like a couple mil richer than me yeah so she's 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 doing well she's no, fine nice one Lizzie. she's not a super soaker guy but she's doing pretty good her website sells jenga as well as a couple of other board gamey looking things right. just looked like a board game but you can buy and i was so tempted <laughs> oh god i was so close rob you can buy a jenga <laughs> game that comes with an extra block signed by leslie scott <gasps> with a personalized note wow which i think is really cool i get yeah i also reached out to leslie on twitter and <laughs> does she, she have twitter to- yeah, it's her Twitter account, but it's like at Django questions or something. Yeah, okay, interesting. Should have saved that for a hashtag up for tweeting. She never got back regardless. Not yet anyway. Yeah. A couple of interesting Jenga things. The blocks in a Jenga game are intentionally imperfect. <gasps> Either shorter, thinner, longer, thicker, etc. to make the game more interesting. Like people. To make it more edge of your seat. <laughs> have you heard of Robert Grebler? Nope, but I have heard of Robert Me. <laughs> this isn't you. Okay, good. Uh, Robert Grebler holds the world record for highest Jenga game. It's like 40 and two blocks before it collapsed. Yep, that was on the Jenga website. It didn't name him, but it said the uh, mm. highest official Jenga tower in normal gameplay is 40 complete stories with two blocks. But, right. but and this is the first of my complaints, <gasps> but Robert Grebler, I believe, is an enemy of Jenga. What? Why? I googled Robert Grebler, want to see what he's up to, Is he and I was directed to a patent website, <laughs> throwback to earlier episodes. From Robert Grebler holds five patents in the 2000s for a block stacking game 
where the blocks are a parallelopede, parallelopiped, which is the same shape. <laughs> I, but I feel like you said that wrong still. One more time. It's a parallelopiped. <laughs> parallelopiped. Okay. That is correct, motherfucker, because I copied the phonetic Google in nice. front of me. Which is like a Jenga block, but the sides are angled. So like a 3D parallelogram. Why? Don't know, but he's got five patents. And if you read them in the description of them, it's just Jenga. It's like it's like a really complicated patenty way of describing Jenga. We're like, like is the it object the, is of the game like... is to build a tower by removing a piece from the lower parts of the tower and placing it upon the top of the tower without knocking the tower. It's like you just described Jenga with different shapes and patented it, you thief. Yeah, and he's the world record. Do you reckon he just did yep. that to spite Leslie? Oh, I, I wanted to reach out to Leslie. When I, I asked her for an anecdote, a Jenga anecdote, and nice. I wanted to tack on how do you feel about Robert Grebler's patents, Ooh. but I didn't want to like, it's like I a didn't whole, want to put her off answering. It's a whole it, episode you know. in the whole, in, in that, oh, it's all up in there, Lloyd. Yeah, I just straight up think that's a dick move, Robert Grebler. It's a Grebler. huge dick move. I think we should get a signed Jenga tower from Leslie and send it to him with a bar met. No, 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 we shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with just like something really inconvenient, like a glitter bomb inside of it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And Leslie will write a personalized note too. Or, you know what? Also, Lloyd, we should submit our own patent for a stacking game of little figurines of Robert Grebler. <laughs> Not sure where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know. How you, I would just like the the idea of, of stacking Robert Grebler's to annoy him. On top of himself. So, dick move. Mm. Not, not a fan, Robert Grebler. I think your world record should be stripped. Definitely. And I think Leslie should publicly condemn you. <laughs> like to whom it's like in the office <laughs> where they call that a media conference for when the paper gets printed with that <laughs> yeah. it'll be like that she'll be like uh, does anyone want to listen to me condemn this guy and it'll like just be us sitting at the back of a room she, like with flags like, yeah <laughs> get him leslie uh, also could you sign the rest of these blocks that we brought <laughs> i really i kim and i just bought tickets to come to australia for christmas Woo! so we like the credit card's a little hot. Otherwise, <laughs> I definitely would have bought... A, it was £21. That's really, really not that bad. That's pretty dope. No. Well, so just like slip that in there. There's definitely going to be an in-person episode, which will sound the same to everybody else, but it'll be a super-duper special weshel. A special weshel. Speaking of Jenga uh, records, Lloyd. Oh. I have a number of other Jenga-related Guinness World Records. Jenga-related? Do you want Fire them? Fire them away. I desperately. I need them. Okay. <laughs> I wrote that in my notes. Do you want them? And I also wrote next to that in capital letters, do you? As if you were going to say no. <laughs> but I you, do, you I really leaned do. into it. All right. You have to guess the answers, Lloyd. Guess how many the record for Jenga blocks removed and then returned to the top of the tower in one minute. Ooh, so it's just playing um, a really fast game of Jenga with one person. 120. 120 blocks. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's like 56 blocks in the game, Lloyd. So they just keep going. The, the, the tallest tower we already established is 40 stories. Do the math, son. I don't know. You made it sound like it maybe wasn't just one game. Like they were just playing with, with nah, it's, infinite it's, blocks. It's one game. Uh, it's, it's 32, which sounds terrible compared to your estimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for shitting on that. <laughs> Uh, by 16-year-old Nate McEvoy in Wisconsin in 2021. And there's a... McEvoy, I believe. Yeah. No, it's McEvoy. McEvoy, sorry. My mistake. 
Is that how you Robert say that? Robert Thomas <laughs> McAvoy. It makes him sound cooler than he definitely is. Uh, there's a I video of board record Jenga holder. I'm about to tell you about the video that I saw of him doing it, where I can <laughs> definitively tell you that he's not cool. Oh, I want to see the video. <laughs> and they've set it's like the Guinness World Records Instagram page, and they've set this like really lame video of this kid stacking Jenga blocks to like some really hectic classical music. It's like <laughs> building the tension, but you uh, can tell that there is in fact no tension. Nate McAvoy has a YouTube channel. I bet he does. We have more subscribers than Nate McAvoy, Guinness World Record holder, so <laughs> shit. Fucking nerd. All right, I'm watching it right now. Either way, it's just some kid in a room <laughs> playing Jenga Blast. Right? <laughs> it's really not that impressive. But this same little twerp also holds a bunch of other dumb records. And really? I, I read a little article on him that was like, man, ever since I was like nine and got the Guinness World Book of Records, all I just wanted was my own record. And so he can stack Jenga the fastest in one minute. He has also removed the most Lego bricks from a Lego base plate and held them in his hand in 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. I can see all the videos on his channel of his world records. Yeah, so that's that's 22 blocks removed and held in one hand. Like, I honestly couldn't give a shit. No. Most blindfolded passes of a fidget spinner in one minute, 125. Still couldn't care less. I actually don't mind this one. The most hammer flips in one minute, 103. That's like a lot of hammer flips. Yeah, I have the vid. He, they're all on his channel. I'm going to watch the video. Hammerflips one sounds like there's a tiny bit of skill involved in that. Oh, he fucking drops it early on too. Does that still count if he drops it? I guess yeah, it's, it's just, just most, the flips. most hammer flips in one minute. No, I reckon that sucks. I reckon, I just think that you could beat that. I think the only reason he has that world record is because no one else has tried it. I was going to say, he's just gone for all these records where it's just something that someone hasn't thought of because they have like a job or or something better to do with their all of their time. These are all pretty recent. Like Nate's, Nate's still active. The Nathan. hammer flip was six months ago. We should potentially send that guy a message. Yeah. So we can tear him a new one on the show. Hey, oh, he's not from, he's not, he's not from Iowa. He's from Wisconsin yeah which I, uh, they might be rivals so it could be we could get him on as a anti-iowa person that would be there's like <laughs> this is very conceptual <laughs> <laughs> anyway i got some more, more records more records you. most jenga blocks removed by a whip that's right a whip oh in one that's minute. a cool record 10 7 which oh. is like a lot like removed yeah. without destroying the tower yeah. Apparently by impressive. Adam Winrich in Texas. He's trying to get world records, so he obviously did not win at Rich. Ha <laughs> <laughs> <Got laughs> oh, Fake laugh. Got nice. Him. Most Jenga blocks stacked in one... Nope. On one vertical Jenga block. So one block, one block standing up, and how many blocks were stacked on top of that? But the ones on top don't have to be vertical. It's just the base one is vertical, and they've just somehow balanced as many as they can on top of that. 20? 1,400. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's quite what a, a ridiculous number. For Jenga, it's quite impressive. Just quickly Google... Oh, his name's real weird. Alden. A-U-L-D-I-N. Maxwell. 1,400 Jenga blocks or something. Holy shit. Oh, my God. That's quite good. It's like somehow just made a bulb. Yeah, it's genuinely really impressive. And he was like 12 when he did the 1,400. You know what we should do is we should get him wow. and McAvoy and we can just be like, wow, Alden, your name's really weird, but you're so good at Django. You're a hero. Hey, McAvoy, how's life? You little shit. Yeah, McAvoy, meet an actual talented person. 
you world record hack. <laughs> Burn. It's like that time you yelled at all those kids on Minecraft. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and fi- oh no, that's it. That's all the records I have. That brings me to my final point, which is a second and final complaint. Mm. Double complaint. This is a triple complaint episode, Lloyd. We've hit the. the it's big. We've hit the. What's the word you say? Trippy, three? trippy, <laughs> the complainy. Tri- the tri-state area of complaints. It is directed towards the toy, the London Toy Fair. Okay. I looked up. <laughs> it wasn't a large fair. Website. It was actually a tiny fair of toys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Karen. You motherfucker. <laughs> I went to their website and they have a like a history of the toy fair where you can look at each year. Okay. So I went to 1983. And they have a paragraph, and here's the paragraph. Uh-oh. The Rubik's Cube and video games appeared in the 80s, and in 1983, My Little Pony became one of the most successful girls' toys ever. Damn. The 80s were also the decade of Masters of the Universe, Trivial Pursuit, The Care Bears, The Cabbage Patch Dolls, and Sylvanian Families. Period. End of paragraph. No mention of Jenga, which was launched in 1983 at the London Toy Fair and is a Hall of Fame toy. Wow. It's a conspiracy. That sucks for leslie everyone hates her toy <laughs> did, did i you know you know who i bet works for the london <gasps> toy fair the guy from the Robert grebler grebler god his name's even villainous we're bro we're bro this <laughs> wide open <laughs> bruh bruh hey grebler just to talk like bros for the rest of the show <laughs> oh, i hope not <laughs> unless they're camp german bros oh every episode oh. now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert Grebler, Conspiracy Theory, Toy Website. I mean, Jenga, they've, they're up against it. 80 million toys despite entrenched bureaucracy fighting them every step of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should make a movie about this. They really should. We should, Lloyd. That's all I have. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, great, that's a great ending spot. We've got a lot of people to hunt down and have murdered on behalf of <laughs> Leslie. I keep wanting to say Leslie. Nope, it's not it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've... We've shed on a lot of people here, but the takeaway that I, d- I don't want it to be a negative segment. The takeaway I want to be is that Leslie Scott rules. You kick ass. I want to buy a signed Jenga piece and we support you and your fight against the anti-toy. We movement. do. Also, game is not edge of your seat fun and your website's full of shit, but like I still I still like it. Ah, well, Jenga is licensed by Hasbro now, as you remember, and Leslie Scott owns Oxford Games, which has no such claims on their website. Oh, it's quite, you know, reserved and, you know, cool about how good it is. It's a board game website. It's it's calm and soothing. It knows what it is. Like, would you like some games? Here you go. Yeah, okay. So it's Hasbro that have ruined everything for me. Hasbro, Hasbro, like, cool marketing. That's what you get for doing business with a big cump. (laughs) Wow, what a bunch of big cumps. (laughs) That sounds like the spot that we need to finish this segment. (laughs) Time. Rob, what really gets you started? You know what really gets me started, Lloyd? Poorly written podcast segment intros. Oh, my God. Really just grinds, gets me going. Don't even even get me started. Don't even. Don't even. Don't. Don't. That's right, Lloyd. I think it is time for you to get... I mean, I'm already pretty started about Jenga, to be honest. I know. It was, it, I apologize. Quite a high-intensity intro to the show. You've got me riled up far too much for a school night already. Yeah, I've got to go to work after this. <laughs> it's hilarious because it's directly after this. <laughs> so I have, uh, for those of you who don't remember, this week I'll be attempting to get Rob started by giving him three things that I think would annoy him. 
Mm. Rob last week got, well, not last week, but last time got me with all three, but he did hit me with the low-hanging fruit of yeah. Roe v. Wade. So we're calling it a two and a half, I think. Yeah. I was tempted to to pull out some very obvious social and cultural faux pas happening in the world to get you with all three. That's the only thing but... I care about, actually, is Roe versus Wade. So. Uh, <laughs> everything else is... <laughs> Couldn't care less. <laughs> but I, I'm sticking to the theme of the game, the... What, what am I looking for? The... The energy, the the, the vibe, sense, the vibe, yeah. uh, the the true spirit of the game, which I obviously spirit I thwarted last time. Yes, okay, broke. I get it. I'm Sorry. Fix it. Number one. Number one. To get Rob started, poorly behaved slash loud children in public with apathetic parents. Oh, in public. Set set a scene for me, real quick. Let's say you're at a restaurant and there's kids screaming and parents are just like quietly talking to each other or on the phone oh, and the kids are yeah, like running around the table. That sucks. Control your brood. Your brats. It's like, especially if they're just on their, like not talking on the phone. If they're just like on the phone while the children oh. run amok. Yeah. Get back, Satan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving Good. you that. That sucks. Good. Number two, I already know that you sort of despise the short Instagram reels and TikTok videos. <laughs> no, Lloyd. I love instant content. <laughs> And definitely don't um, like listening to 20-minute songs and just, you know, taking everything in. Don't worry about it. So, I am going to go even deeper than the, as you called, Insta-content. Uh. Lip-syncing videos, where it's just like an office quote that someone lip-syncs and then posts. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and... and uh, oh, <laughs> The ones where they're like, they're quoting the... They're lip-syncing the quote, but the text is like, this is how this applies to my life like oh god yes oh, you got it yourself is the, started <laughs> it is the death of creativity and entertainment i cannot uh, stand it someone was tell oh we were talking about this at bad practice the other night that like there are going to be no virtuoso musicians in a few years people that just like can get on stage and just like captivate a crowd for multiple hours because no one has the attention span anymore to just like sit down and be good at an instrument yeah that's sad. That sucks. Can everyone just? Yeah, like... I know. Like you know, you know who's talented is John Krasinski, who acted the scene, and Mindy Kaling, who wrote the scene. I don't give a shit about your fucking account <laughs> lip syncing it, <laughs> or also any of your travel stuff, or the things that you bought, or your life at all. Please go away. <laughs> uh, oh, I got myself started. Double. Yeah, I'm giving that double points. You're already three from two, Lloyd. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, my last one is. People who talk loudly on their phone on a packed train. And bonus point, if they've put their bag on the seat next to them so no one can sit there. Ooh, okay, bag on the seat. That is a dick move. If it's not busy and they're obviously seats, I'm okay with that. But as soon as there's, like, coming to no more seats, then you're going to take your bag off. Unless, unless, Lloyd, you are, you are I, and on some of the buses, if you're sitting in a seat, your knees are so large that you can, in fact not make two spaces on the seat without having my knees up at my chin. I sat on a bus this morning I see. where I had I see. To, to fit like behind the seat in front of me. I was just chucking a full seat spready. Couldn't do anything else. Oof. Yeah. Wasn't attractive, but I did it anyway. And there were plenty uh, of other yeah. seats on the bus, so it was fine. That's fine. I, I have uh, I have moved people's bags in the past. I have sat have on you? people's legs in the past. Have you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Fuck you. You vigilante. I'm not standing on the train because you're an asshole. Did they fight you? No one has yet fought me. Awesome. Were they all just like self-entitled people watching TikToks of other people doing things? To I don't yeah. even know how to describe how much I hate everything. And then they lip-synced and insulted <laughs> me. 
<laughs> Called something up on their phone, press play, and lip sync to that. Satan spawn. Well, I'll, I'll give myself a half point for that because the the, the bag thing was. was you should have you should have finished with your number two. Yeah, that would have been the natural trajectory. Well, because the train one is annoys me on a daily basis. I get annoyed by people or people that when it's busy don't take their backpack off and put it between their legs when they're standing. Yeah. And it's like, you just hit me with your backpack. So I have also started asking people to take their backpacks off when it's packed. What you should do instead is get a small pocket knife and just cut holes in their bags. Or just cut the strap so it just falls to the floor. Or just stab them straight through the heart. <laughs> just stab them. <laughs> do you mind taking your backpack off? But no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, murder is not funny. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> You got me started, but then you brought it back with a great joke. Thanks very much. Pretty successful. Don't get Rob started. Yeah, crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Rob, what, what, did you, what did you learn this week? This week, Lloyd, I have learned something. So like yours, it is short and mine is genuinely very sweet, oh. followed immediately by searing rage. And I wrote that when we were going to record this podcast multiple weeks ago. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep reading and we'll see what happens. Great. I don't remember the rage part. So short and sweet. Baby owls sleep face down because the heads are too heavy for their tiny little bodies. Do you sleep face down as well? <laughs> Is that why I'm angry? <laughs> no, because you have a big head. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I honestly didn't expect that. You got me good. I didn't make that connection until right now. Uh, God, I wish I'd put more effort into it, though, but I'm happy with it. No, you nailed it. No, Lloyd. <laughs> I am not a tiny <laughs> bird that cannot keep its head up. I am a normal-sized human that just about manages to keep my head up. Thank you very much. <laughs> so now I'm picturing you, like, swaying through your living room, like... <laughs> <laughs> like like trying to balance a pool cue on your hand, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I apologize. Continue. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this adorable fact is accompanied by a picture of a particularly fluffy owl, uh, which looks, it straight up looks dead. Its legs are splayed out <laughs> below it, and it is just like face down. And then we'll, I'll see if we can post it later on. But now, Rage still haven't read ahead, so we'll see what this says. Oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, I get it. This is, of course, a viral post that does the rounds every so often. But the majority of the sites I had to look at during my research where I was trying to find genuine oh. things to learn about owls... Clickbait. ...were just, oh my god, y'all, I just learned baby owls sleep face down and I am shook. Here's 23 Shh. pictures of baby owls and you'll just love number 86. <laughs> How is the number 86? It's only 23 pictures. <laughs> That's the point, Lloyd. Ah, I'm all, oh I'm all started all over again. <laughs> and I totally improvised that shook bit all high and everything. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Good acting. Yeah. Thanks. You didn't even limp lip sync it. That was original content. Limp sync. That's a whole different thing. That's <laughs> where <laughs> a bunch of people with leg injuries just all walk together at the same time. And you're like sitting... <laughs> you're sitting there eating your donut. And you're like, wow, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I really had no idea where you could take that. But that was really good. Thanks. Hashtag yeah. limp sync. If you see one, take a video and send it to me and I will I will I'll genuinely pay you money. Wow. That's right. That's the first this is the first kind of prize money that at some point we'll be doing it regularly, but for now it's the first prize money we're gonna give out. He, he hasn't said how much though, listeners. <laughs> it will be at least fifteen dollars. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, send in a limp sync video for 
at least 15 Genuine goals. hashtag limp sync. And if it's got more than... Look, to be honest, if it's got more than two people in it, <laughs> that number jumps to 5-0, fellas. $50. 50 crisp Benjamins. 50 Benjamins? Isn't that $5,000? <laughs> I don't understand American money. I thought it was just <laughs> notes. <laughs> anyway, send them in. Yes. I'll be amazed if we get a limp sync video. I will be genuinely thrilled and uh, my life will be complete. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the cuteness and the rage. But let us not let all of that detract from the genuine learning here. Owls are very cool and also very adorable. Yes. Amongst the piles of steaming internet trash, I, <laughs> I found some real truth, Lloyd. I also found my own truth while I was at it, but that's a different podcast. I'm really happy to hear that. Thanks. During one of the rounds of viral grossness, a genuine owl researcher who wrote a PhD... I love that you just, you never drop the rage about, about <laughs> why would, online why, content. Why would I? I hate it. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so during I'm sorry. One of, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like that movie, I, Robot, with Will Smith. i sorry, with Lloyd Edwards. It's just a Welsh person. <laughs> That's it. Just the <laughs> yeah, Welsh guy. I've got no plot. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the times this photo did the rounds and everyone was being all gooey about it, a genuine owl researcher who wrote a PhD, and we're, t we're talking real science here, confirmed that, yes, in fact, young nestling owls can often be seen sleeping or resting on their fronts because their heads are too heavy, which is, that's a genuine awe. I'm into it. It's very, very cute. And they are really fluffy. Yeah, like a, a lot of owls have a lot of fluff and this, this yeah so if you're listening just give it a little google there's some pretty funny ones and if they do this in a tree which is where owls belong with wizards <laughs> owls wizards and fantastic germans <laughs> oh. uh, in a tree apparently they do not plummet to their deaths whilst dozing because their back here's some real science for you their back toe claw which is called a hallux h-a-l-l-u-x Literally the claw sticking out backwards from the... You know how they have like three claws at the front and one literally sticking out the back? Yeah, I read that they have... It's the one of the only animals that has toes facing in both directions. Oh, cool. I did not. Yeah. Well, it's that one. It's the one facing the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. uh, it apparently locks into the tree and it can't... It physically can't be released until they bend their legs. Oh. Pretty that's cool. Yeah. And then I was just like, wow, owls are super cool and just learned a bunch of miscellaneous things about owls. So I'd like you to weigh in. I love it. I have a, a an owl anecdote. I have an owl. <laughs> it's here with me in the studio. I'm sure you either already knew this or found this in your research that owls fly silently. Yes. So cool. Super cool. Rob might go more into it. Go on YouTube and, and watch videos of it because it's unreal. I live near a nature reserve and... A few weeks ago, saw my first ever owl in the wild. <gasps> cool, really cool. So beautiful, so intense. It's like they're they're quite intimidating the way they stare. Was it quite a large? And, yeah, I wouldn't say it was a barn owl. It was pretty sizable. Like you, we saw it immediately because it was taking up a lot of tree. It was big. <laughs> no room for wizards in there. <laughs> Gandalf was all like, "Come on, owl!" But it, as we were walking under it, it took off and flew over our heads behind us and oh, it's cool. really eerie the silence of it it's it's genuinely dead silent so it's like large it's enough awesome. that you would expect the wings to be making some swooshing yeah like you can if you hear like geese take off and fly it's oh, yeah. like wicked loud but this or like is 
ducks that just like can't help but quack while they fly like <laughs> you guys yeah yeah <laughs> i'm coming quack, 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 quack. <laughs> there's one duck there's <laughs> behind us there's this one duck. <laughs> this one is wicked lonely <laughs> whose quack sounds like a laugh oh, so really? we, all, we always take the dog out for a walk and she will like half-heartedly chase the ducks into the water uh-huh. and after she does that one duck just goes it's ah. <laughs> <laughs> quite good it's yeah great. whenever yeah. we're outside and and the kookaburras go off in the evening we'll always tell reggie uh that they're laughing at him and he always looks a bit sad which is nice. <laughs> that's what we say <laughs> do you also say "Ooh, big stretch every time reggie stretches i think we've talked about this it is yeah. law everyone I has to do law. that yeah big stretch yeah. and big yawn you can't not otherwise i think you go straight to hell yeah i completely <laughs> what how many how many layers levels are there it's the bottom one you go to there are seven and it's number eight yeah <laughs> Woo, whole new one yeah satan escorts you down there personally like oh you did what <laughs> Come with me. Takes you into that lift that's full of fire and lava. And you're like, ah, oh, damn. Ah, oh, damn. Should have said it. Should have said it. So I, I just have a couple alphacts. Do you want to do <laughs> I one, one have, for ones? Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to one for your one right now. You you said it. It's quite eerie how they fly silently and also very cool. I said, owls are silent hunter killers. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the reason for their s- soft sleeping, soft winging, soft flying what's the flying word that starts with this soaring soft soaring is because they have large serrated feathers on the edge of their wings that deadens the noise of their wing beats wow that's cool very cool oh and i'll do a proper fact that was just a fact response yeah owls obviously also have excellent night vision and terrifically good hearing and for once Mm. lloyd for once in my whole life i'm going to use the term ear holes in a scientifically correct manner Wow. Their hearing is so good because their ear holes, it was actually ear openings, but I thought, hey, it's close enough, right? Uh, I th- like it. Their ear holes are super long. So if you've got any hashtag long ear holes, no, we won't do that. <laughs> their ear holes are almost the same length as their heads, which I didn't understand, but I didn't look it up. But isn't wow. that exciting? Ear holes, science. Uh, and additionally, in some owls, one ear will sit physically like on a plane higher than the other. Which means they have better oh. directional hearing because they're not yeah. exactly opposite, which I thought was super cool. That is super interesting. I knew that they had tubular eyes, but I had no idea that their ear what? holes were also What's quite tubular eyes? They don't have eyeballs. They have eye tubes. No. So that's part of the reason why they can like rotate their neck so much because they can't move their eyes because they're tubes. That's why their vision is so good. Oh, that's that's the creepiest thing so far tubular yeah. eyes i mean I, I we both love owls they're incredibly cool creatures but you can really see why there's a lot of cultures around the world that see them as like harbingers of evil and yeah, death yeah. because they're pretty creepy intimidating things yeah i mean now that i know they have tubular eyes yeah and super in fact long in, ear holes. <laughs> throwback to to jenga where Leslie Scott bought her first blocks from in Ghana. Mm. In Ghanaian culture, they hate owls. They're terrified of owls. If they oh. see an owl in a tree on their property, they'll cut the tree down. If they see an owl, they won't say anyone's name out loud because they think if the owl hears it, that person will die. Wow. So that's, it's like really intense in Ghanaian culture. Yeah. That's hectic. Yeah. I looked up the Eurasian eagle owl. Ooh, I looked up the Blakiston eagle owl, which oh. is a close relative. Yeah, you talked about that one in just a hot second. The Eurasian eagle owl, I looked it up because you know that episode where we talked about, or I talked about funky scientific names for animals? Yes, sir. 
the Eurasian eagle owl's scientific name is Bubo Bubo, <laughs> which I think if you said it in the correct timbre of voice would be like a hoot hoot, like Bubo Bubo, <laughs> which is not I love really it. a hoot hoot, but you know, a noise that owls oh, might make. Oh, it's, yeah. Well, not all owls hoot. It's only a small number. Some, and when I looked it up, it said some shriek. And I was like, I'd much rather they hoot at me. <laughs> just like flying at you. You can't hear its wings. It's tubular ah! staring at you and it just yelling. Oh, lordy. Uh, On the Eurasian Eagle Owl, they've got those like dope swooshy eyebrows. That oh, kind of yeah. look like horns. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. but like Also, Eagle Eurasian... Owl, coolest name. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a big owl. But I don't think it's as big yeah. as the Blackiston one. It is not. Tell me about it. So I, I saw the Eurasian Eagle Owl because I'd Googled biggest owl. <laughs> I also Googled biggest owl. <laughs> I'm, I'm a simpleton and I wanted to know. <laughs> I want to know which one's biggest. So there are, I believe like the, the American Gray Owl is taller, but the Blackiston Eagle Owl is heavier and has a bigger wingspan, which by the way is six foot three. Yeah. 190 centimeters. That is, in, that is a wingspan pretty much just shorter than me. And that is large. And they only weigh five kilos. Yeah, I also found it strange how little owls weigh. Yeah, they're really small. I read I got three to four kilos for the Blackiston, but you know, ballpark still super light. I guess yeah. they're just all feathers and and yeah. feathers and mystique. Fear. I was going to say fear. <laughs> fear and mystique, or feathers and fear. That's quite good. Feather, yeah, yeah, and they catch fish up to three times their body weight. Yeah, it's like a Which it's is- a salmon feeding owl. Yeah yeah hectic cool some other notable entries in the largest owl category the most incredible looking snowy owl which is the mm. all, all white head headwig he, he, uh probably that kind of there's also the great gray owl which is just like looks like a massive doofus it's yeah got, that's it's taller than the, the blackest and so it's taller and its face like an owl has a round face but it's shaped it's got that kind of you know the shape yeah i've seen owls but the you've seen owl lloyd (laughs) the great gray owl has just a just a circle it's just a big sphere on top of its face it looks real stupid yeah it looks like it hasn't rendered in yeah (laughs) and just looks constantly disapproving at you but i mean who knows this could all be wrong it is from an incredibly reliable source called largest.org but it was.org though so pretty legit yeah that's true and just if you're interested on a side note largest.org has the largest everything you could think of beer yep i i don't have it open lloyd oh sorry <laughs> but you're testing use that for your own time this is business time sorry sorry <laughs> i'll just sip on my beer quietly no you have to give me an owl during business time i've got two more me too a group of owls oh. do you know what it's called uh boobo boobo <laughs> <laughs> no uh a group of owls is called a parliament. Oh, I and didn't it was know that. Named after C.S. Lewis's description of a meeting of owls in the Chronicles of Narnia. So cool. Yeah. They are like it's apt. It is. They seem parliamentary in in nature. Yeah. Opposite of largest owl, I have the smallest owl. Lord. That was my last one too. Ooh, Baron, I win. It's, they're so cute. Yeah. Oh no, no, you save that. I will do my other one, which is that owls have hectic legs. <laughs> and that's it that's all i'm gonna tell you no uh there are some pictures if i don't know you probably just google owl legs there are pictures of people like smooshing their feathers upwards so you can see how long their legs actually are oh and they, they're wicked long yeah they just they go for miles like stunning legs bloody daddy long legs over here 
Yeah, it also kind of looks like they're wearing excellent fluffy PJ pants. <laughs> yeah. Which is basically the term that um, me and M, my wife, use for any kind of fluffy animal legs. So Reggie the sausage dog has uh, fluffy PJ pants, uh, and also mighty wedge-tailed eagles have fluffy PJ pants. And also owls, apparently. <laughs> owls are fascinating creatures. Fascinating. Tell me about the tiny owl. Uh, well, I was going to have you guess its weight, but you probably already know it. I do. Well, I'll tell the people. It is tell an people. elf owl. So cute. Very cute. And it weighs 42 grams. So stupid. For Which context, is about- that is... I have context too. <laughs> I'll shut up then. What's your context? No, it's give me your context. less than a golf ball. Oh, mine is the same as an egg. <laughs> not, a, not an elf owl egg though, probably. No, I bet they're really small. God, Mm. they're really cute. They're really cute because they look exactly like an owl. Just teeny tiny. Just smaller. (laughs) It's stupidly small. Very cute. Yeah. And look, if you've got nothing else owl related, I got a few other strange animal sleeping positions. (laughs) That's what I have too. (laughs) (laughs) I did say the show was getting simpler. All right, we'll just keep going one for one. I mean, I'm I'm loving all of them. Yeah, well, mine are just weird sleeping in general not necessarily positions i've only got two so why don't i do my two and then you can wrap it up hit me up giraffes they only sleep 30 minutes at a time yep i had that it's unbelievable yeah um i didn't look into it but i guess they're just too big to hide so they're always just on the move i read they sleep for five minutes at a time and sometimes only 30 minutes in a whole day oh wow poor giraffes man that's a stressful life i'm exhausted just thinking about it What's the name of the giraffe from Madagascar that's like got hypochondria? It's like always anxious. I think that's a pretty accurate is it, description. Yeah, is it Mervin? Melman. Melman. Ah, yeah, even better. And the yeah. the great frigate bird. Uh, ah. They. You have this one too. Yeah. How many do you have? I got a couple more after that. All right. Um, also, great name for a bird. Great frigate bird makes it sound like yeah. an enormous boat. It's really cool. They stay in the air for months at a time, but they sleep in like averaging 10 second bursts and like very small amount of time throughout way less than when they're on land yeah and they're flying for months at a time like being an animal is hard man (laughs) yeah it sounds really strong sorry animals you guys work really hard (laughs) well saying that my dog does not work hard some animals yeah my dog neither wild animals (laughs) all right rob give me your best finisher off it's just a few a few quick fire ones bats hang upside down like idiots all folded up in their wings unless before being... you move on from bats have you seen pictures of bats hanging upside down the right side up <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> yeah i have <laughs> as in like someone's just turned the picture up the right. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it looks like they're all just dancing around <laughs> meerkats just sleep in a big old pile like a genuine pile Oh. They just all like snuggle up in there. That's so cute. Sea otters sleep on their backs. And I read this and then I was like, I've seen this on TV. There's that Netflix National Parks show that is narrated by my main man, Barack Obama. Friend of the podcast. Yep. I still cannot do his accent. <laughs> I was going to try it, but I won't. <laughs> oh, please do. Just say in kelp season in the Monterey Bay Marine Sanctuary. In kelp season in Monterey Bay, I already forgot what it was. Uh, Marine, Marine sang- sang- sanctuary. You almost had me at in kelp season, but then you went to yeah, English. It, it felt good at the beginning, and then I lost it. Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. Better than mine, anyway. Well, now we have to hear it. 
in kelp season in the Monterey May Marine Sanctuary. Is, is it? Colonel. It went Colonel. Colonel Obama. <laughs> in kelp season, y'all in the Monterey Bay Marine Sanctuary. They feed when they it's not time. <laughs> I was going to ask for that next. Yes. This is getting bad. Uh, <laughs> we got to wrap it up. In rub voice, in kelp season in the Monterey Bay Marine Sanctuary, which we have been to on the west coast of the US. It is stunning. Sea otters feed and then when it's nap time, they all lay on their backs and they like get strands of kelp and they wrap it around their little paws and stuff. And they all just do this in a group so that they don't drift away while they're having a nap. Yeah, so this is all in the water. It's also very cute. Oh, God, that's adorable. Mm. Dolphins literally sleep with one eye open and they only half of their brain sleeps at a time because they have to consciously think in order to breathe and not drown. God, another animal that just has an exhausting life. Yep. I, after that, I wrote exhausting, full stop. <laughs> yeah. Horses also mostly sleep standing up like our giraffeo friends, but apparently they can do it because they have an adaptation of the musculoskeletal system that enables them to lock their limbs. Oh, so they're, they're like fully relaxed standing up. I think so. And then I was like, but what if it's windy? <laughs> <laughs> Sources like <laughs> just toppling over, <laughs> and finally, walruses. What wal walrus? Walrus? Wal- wal- no uh, wal- walruses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wal- unlike the dolphin, they can have a nice big old sleep at sea. Apparently, they fill elastic pouches, which are called. <laughs> Damn it! I made a chuckle-worthy spelling error. They're called pharyngeal. Pouches, <laughs> minor chuckles, pouches on either side of their esophagus with air, which keeps their head above water. So they're just like floating there with the snout above water, having a snooze. Wow. Genius. So they can sleep anywhere. Yeah. They that's... just feel like having a nap. Done. Boots. Speaking wow. of done, Lloyd. That's the show. That is episode nine of the Unintelligent Chat Show podcast. We have one more special episode this season, Lloyd. Are we are we gonna are we gonna give away what's happening on episode ten? I think we can we can reveal it. We want to get the hype built, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Huge hype. Well <laughs> if if you haven't heard enough Camp German, you are in for a treat. The whole thing is going to be in German, yeah. It's going to be very good. You say in German. In Camp German. <laughs> Why Lloyd? We are doing a special episode uh, for Oktoberfest. Yeah, we And are. it should be released on or very close to Oktoberfest. Yeah, well, it's next week from this episode, yep. which means it's going to be in September and you're going to learn all about that next week. You can be angry about it until then, but just you wait. Until then, Lloyd, where can people send their hashtag lobe snacks? Hashtag Bella. <laughs> lobe snacks? <laughs> wow, that's real Ted Bundy of you. Uh, that was unintentional. Or was it? Uh, it was. Uh, hashtag Lobe, Lobe snaps. snaps. Hashtag Bell End List. Hashtag whatever happened this episode. And complaints. Please email us at the UCS podcast at gmail.com. Even my wife tried texting me a complaint and I said no. Said email it to the podcast, please. Correct response. Damn it, Kim. Get your shit together. We're also on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Please follow. Um, and the special episode next week will be on YouTube. So please head to our YouTube channel and subscribe so you don't miss it. Yeah. Do all the things, send send and share all the stuff. And until then, we will, uh, whatever, it's going to be a week. See you next time. Cheerio.